Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. You're listening to the Qalam Podcast. Alhamdulillah, since last Ramadan, over 4 million people have benefited from, listened to, and downloaded the Qalam Podcast. Tens of thousands of people have benefited from and learned from the various classes, intensives, and seminars that Qalam provides. And inshallah, this Ramadan will be providing even more beneficial content, lectures, and programming for people all around the world, free of any cost or charge to them. In order for us to keep doing this work, we need your support, we need your help, we need you to be our partners in this Sadaqah Jariyah. Please go to supportqalam.com. That's support, Q-A-L-A-M, supportqalam.com, and provide your most generous support. Millions of people all around the world are insha'Allah, bi'idnillah, going to benefit from all of this work, and this will be your sadaqah jariyah for the eternal life of the hereafter. We really appreciate having you as part of the Qalam team and supporting us in this work, this mission, this cause. Jazakumullahu khairan. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Bismillahi walhamdulillah wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Continuing with our series here in the month of Ramadan, Paths to Peace, where we are looking at the mention of peace, salam, tranquility, sakina, serenity, tamanina in the Quran, and drawing lessons for our own lives on how we can acquire more of that peace and tranquility. Bidnilahi ta'ala. Today we're going to look at Surah number 50, Surah Qaf. And in Surah Qaf, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically mentions the concept of peace, salam, in ayah number 34. However, we're going to go a couple of ayats back to exactly understand why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about peace and tranquility here. So if we just go a little bit back, to ayah number 30, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, and it begins, the passage that we're looking at begins in a very, um, begins at a very uh, heavy place. Allah says, يَوْمَ نَقُولُ jahannam The day that we will say to the fire of hell, Halim talati, Are you full? وَتَقُولُ halmim mazid, And the fire of hell will say, Is there more? But then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala changes, switches the scene to something that's more inspiring and more hopeful. Allah says, وَأُزْلِفَتِ الْجَنَّةُ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ In ayah number 31, Allah says that paradise has been prepared, has been beautified, has been adorned, decorated. لِلْمُتَّقِينَ Specifically for the people who were conscious of God, who lived a life of God consciousness, a life of awareness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. غَيْرَ بَعِيدٍ And this is not far. This is not far-fetched. This is not unattainable. This is not out of reach. And to further corroborate how within reach, within grasp, this is, 
In ayah number 32, Allah says, Hada, Hada. In the Arabic language, Hada, Al Ishara Lil Qareeb. It's to point to something that's close, that's within arm's reach. Allah says, Hada, this is so accessible. Aduna. This is what has been promised, this paradise that Allah Himself has prepared for His chosen servants. The paradise that Allah has decorated and prepared and adorned for His servants. This is so close. Adun, And it is what you were promised in the life of this world. And then Allah tells us that it, was, it is that which was promised to you and it was also promised to, and now Allah gives us some characteristics, some traits that we should pay attention to. This was promised to every single person who embodied the following characteristics. And these, this is the crux of the issue. Number one, Allah says, awab. Al-awbu, like similar to the dua of the Prophet a'ibuna, it means to return back home. They are those people who constantly came back home. And what's meant by home here is, they constantly came back to Allah. Because being close to Allah, talking to Allah, being connected to Allah, worshiping Allah, that's home for the believer. And so they always came back to Allah. And within that, the scholars of the language and tafsir, they explain to us, there's a very beautiful meaning that's packed into this word, awwab, ala waznil mubalagha, which means they constantly, always, repeatedly kept coming back. Well, you can only keep coming back if you continue to leave. Somebody who's in the house, you don't say they came back, you say he's still here. You only say that somebody came back as if they actually left. And what that tells us is that at some level, to err is human. And that propensity for constantly losing our way, making mistakes, going astray, at some level that is the challenge and the predicament of the human being. The human being will constantly keep getting lost and losing his or her way. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that obviously we don't deliberately go astray. We don't deliberately defy Allah. But if we every now and then repeatedly find ourselves off track, we tried, but we stumbled, we fell, we got off track. That's not what's held against us. As long as we keep coming back. As long as when you open your eyes and you realize you're off the path, that then you look, at, you look for the path and you make your way back. As long as you keep coming back, that's what matters. What's in between those moments is what Allah forgives. Hafiz. And they were very protective. Protective of what? They were protective of their faith. And some of the scholars connect this. <clears throat> Some of the scholars connect this to the verse in Surah Al-Baqarah where when Allah speaks about the prayer, what does He say? Hafidhu ala salawat Safeguard your prayer. In Surah Al-Mu'minun, 
right? In Surah Al-Mu'minun, in Surah number 23, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the success of the believers, and then He enumerates their characteristics, their traits. What does Allah say? That's, وَالَّذِينَ هُمْ عَلَىٰ صَلَوَاتِهِمْ يُحَفِظُونَ that they took care of their prayers. That this word hafid means that they tried to stay on top of their prayer. Because the prayer salah is a sila, it's a connection. It's our connection, our link to Allah. And again, that's another place where we will falter, but we have to make an effort to stay connected. And that is most of the predicament of spirituality and being connected to Allah and having direction in life can actually be solved by the very simple thing of the prayer. And that's why the Hadith Qudsi, a sacred narration in which the Prophet says that Allah proclaimed that my slave, my servant does not grow closer to me by means of anything more than the thing I obligated upon him. And that is the prayer. So the people who constantly kept coming back to Allah, even though they messed up, and the people who tried to stay connected to Allah by praying regularly. Number three, in verse 33, Allah says, مَنْ خَشِيَ الرَّحْمَانَ بِالْغَيْبِ Those people who feared the most merciful بِالْغَيْبِ Especially when they were alone. There's two translations of Bilghayb that they believed and feared Allah even though they could not see Allah. But it also means that they feared Allah, they were mindful of Allah, they were aware of Allah, they were mindful of their obedience or disobedience of Allah, even when they were alone. Even when they weren't in the congregation, they weren't at the masjid, there weren't eyes on them, they were all them, they were all by themselves. But even there, they were mindful of the fact that Allah is watching. And that kind of God consciousness, Allah is saying is the third. And they come to Allah with a heart that was repentant. Because, you know, as they say, the expression goes, the cover-up is worse than the crime. We all make mistakes. But it's in the stubbornness and the insolence, and the arrogance, and the argumentative behavior, that's the real crime. The sin is not the real crime. Because everybody makes mistakes. But the best of those who make mistakes are the ones who repent, who say, I messed up, I'm sorry. And so these are the four traits that Allah lays out. Awab, they keep coming back to the path. They keep coming back to doing the right thing. They are, they try as much as they can to stay on top of their prayer, their connection to Allah. In their private alone moments, they learn to be mindful of Allah. They remember Allah. And number four, that they repent for the mistakes that they've made. They are truly remorseful and regretful for the wrong they have done. The Prophet said, "Anadmu tawbah." Regret and remorse is the essence of repentance. And if these characteristics and these qualities are brought together within a person, then line number 34, why we are talking about this passage, Allah will say to them, Udukhuluha bi salam. 
Enter into that paradise that Allah personally prepared for you. Enter into that paradise that you were promised, that you looked forward to. Bisalamin. With salam. With peace and tranquility. And what does that mean, that peace and tranquility? The Quran tells us a few different things. Number one is Surah Al-Waqi'ah, Allah tells us, salama. The angels will greet them, the prophets will greet them. Welcome, welcome to paradise. That, Bima tibatum fadukhuluha khalidin. Salamun alaykum bima sabartum. Because of the good you did, because of the patience you had, because of how strong you remained. Welcome, welcome. Allah will greet them. Salamun qawla min Rabbir Rahim. And also, it's called salam, peace and tranquility. Why? Because Salim Qatada, one of the Mufassirun, he says, Salimu min adabillah. They will never have to worry about the wrath, the anger, the punishment of Allah ever again. Allah will say to them, Uhillu alaykum ridwani, fala askhutu alaykum abada. I announce to you today that I am permanently for eternity pleased with you. I will never be displeased with you ever again. They will not ever have to worry about death. There's a hadith in Sahih Bukhari where the Prophet says, Yu'ta bil mawti yawm al qiyamati kahayati kabashin amlah. That death will be brought in the physical form of a ram, an animal. And then that animal will be sacrificed. And the narration mentions, People will be stretching their necks, looking at what is happening. And that animal will be sacrificed. And then Allah will have the proclamation made, Ya Ahlul Jannah. O people of paradise, congratulations. Because you will never die after today. But then similarly, Allah will also proclaim that, O oh, people of hell, woe be to you. Ruin is your lot. Because you will never die after today. And this is your fate for all of eternity. May Allah protect us all. This is the day of eternity. That this will be your fate for all of eternity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us peace and tranquility on that day. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to embody the characteristics of the believers that bring us peace and tranquility in this life and the next. May Allah make us from the people of paradise. Amin ya rabbil alameen. Subhanallah wa bihamdihi. Subhanakallah wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa anta. Nasaghfirka wa natubu ilayk. Assalamu alaikum.